0: Welcome to our inaugural conversation with Dan Barahona, a visionary in the realms of cybersecurity and API security education. With over two decades of experience, uh, Dan brings wealth of knowledge to the table. Having held, held executive positions at renowned companies such as Qualys, Anomaly, and IPI Sec, he's the founder of APISEC University. Join us today. To explore two decades of insights and expertise with Dan Barahona, <laughs> <laughs> focusing on critical realm of API security. Dan, welcome to the show to our conversation yeah. today. <laughs> it's, it's, um,
1: it's a pleasure to be yeah. here at Venus. Thank you for for having me,
0: and thanks for joining. Uh, it's it's been in the making in, in planning stages. You know, um, I, I can I guess I can give a little bit insight as well. Uh, I started like learning uh, your courses uh, in the API sick University, and that's the thing how we met. I really liked the, the the structure and everything, and started diving into API security. And today we are here. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's,
1: it's, it's been a really fun journey. Um, you know, we we never expected the the site to be quite as popular as it has been, and I think one of the reasons why is number one, it's an interesting topic um, of API security, but it's also I think the way that you know our courses are very user friendly; they're almost conversational, um, makes it uh, like an appealing way to to learn as well. So I'm I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying the courses. <laughs> Definitely, yes, A- amazing.
0: Uh, I always like to start with uh, origin stories. How did you start in API security? You've been working 20 years in you know multiple roles, and how, how, why API security? How how did you end up here?
1: <laughs> yeah uh, that's a good question well I'm just um, I'll tell you the story so um, I, I joined a company called apisec.ai about four years ago and that's really what introduced me to the topic the the space of API security and in my company you know we make a technology for you know, API testing and all these kind of things and the more I, time I spent in this market the more I realized like there's an education gap. Um, you know, people, you know, they understand conceptually that APIs are important and they are a risk and an attack vector, but that's kind of as far as the knowledge goes. Um, and fortunately I, I, I made friends with this guy, Corey Ball, who, um, who literally wrote the book on, on hacking APIs. So a little, little plug for the ah, oh, There you go. Very good. Um, an excellent book. Um, and, um, Corey and I really like hit it off. Um, he actually invited me to write the foreword for the book. And so we really collaborated and helped, you know, um, with that process. And then <clears throat> book came out about two years ago and it was kind of like, okay, well now what, you know, and, and actually Corey had this idea of, well, what if we made a course out of the book? And that was, I just thought it was such a brilliant idea. I never like it, even dreamed like, you know, of such a, such a thing. So he went off and created the course material recorded and, and really built an incredible course. Uh if you want to learn how to hack APIs, there is simply no better place than than his course on AppySec University. And I went and built the the website around it, right? All of the course management and all of that good stuff. And and that and so we posted that course uh, about 18 months ago and it quote unquote went viral, um, and he's got over fifty thousand students in that one course alone, and and then we you know, after a few months we were like okay um, maybe we should do some more, <laughs> and and so we we're now in fact just uh, just this week we've added a new course on API gateway security, we've got courses on OWASP on on PCI on connected cars um and a whole bunch more right and, and so it's just grown and grown and grown and we're now close to seventy thousand students in in the in the courses and on the website so yeah that's that's how we came to be and and it went from just a kind of a crazy idea to kind of my full-time you know focus these days
0: yeah that's amazing amazing to hear that the numbers and everything i feel like the market is sending a signal like yeah I mean, it's a really new area and like it's worth of investment. Um, like we also, as a consulting group, started looking into API security, and we are seeing the trends that there is a lot of a lot of things happening in that yeah. realm. So yeah, I just want to also ask you one question: How have you seen API security evolve over the past few years? Like yeah. it's 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 growing, right? What is the yeah? What's the yeah?
1: So so what a few years ago, um, even before we had an you um, it was really hard to get people to even pay attention. Um, I felt I felt like this was you know, we were really out there pushing, you know, hey, world, you know, you need to take API security seriously, right? So call that in 2020 time frame, right? 2021, yeah. you know, early adopters, they're they're starting to get it, right? There's some you know, scary breaches happening and Gartner reports saying things like APIs are going to be the number one most frequent attack vector and so forth. But still early days in 2022 and even 2023, it's really started to get into like it's on the radar for most people. But I still think it's it's still a very new market, right? And people are still figuring it out, right? There are lots of vendors. There's a lot of approaches, a lot of technologies and people shouting like, you know, you should use this, you should use that. Um, and then of course, you know, we came around with, with the the university. And I, I think to your point, like we've, we've definitely touched a nerve, right. Or we've tapped into a need that, that exists on, on this topic. Right. And so I think we're still like in the learning phase and moving into the, like, how do we actually do this as organizations, as cyber professionals? And, you know, one of the interesting things from a, from a technology perspective, we see this sort of. Um, bifurcation of approaches, right? There's There are lots of technologies that do kind of a runtime um, approach to API security, kind of a firewalling approach where it's watching your traffic and looking for things that don't look right and trying to detect them and block them as they're happening. And then another approach, which is more proactive, which is to really pressure test your APIs before they go live and integrate into the software lifecycle and and kind of automate the pen test, if you will, and and in reality, you need both, right? You need both of those approaches. But we need technologies that speak API language, right? So, you know, the old fashioned web app scanner is probably not helping you for for your API, no. right? Your attackers are going right around the UI, and so anything you find there is is not relevant, right? The the APIs are the new the new um, attack vector, and so that just says you know we need skills and we need technologies that that understand APIs. And I think that's what is still kind of developing in the market.
0: True, true. And with all the tools you mentioned, the software, right? I guess there are some compliance and standards as well. Are there any like frameworks should uh, we adhere to when we're securing our APIs? Is there any framework?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, that's a really good question. I mean, they're they're the standard, you know, ISO twenty seven zero zero one and and their SOC two type things and NIST frameworks, right? But I don't see any of them going too deep into specifics around around APIs. They're they're more like, you know, directional, if you will, right? Like you should do vulnerability testing and you should you know test at different levels and shift left and you should do monitoring and, and these sort of things. Um, what I find interesting is um, we are starting to see regulations that are talking about APIs specifically. So I'll give you a couple of examples. One um, it's called FedRamp here in the United States. So if you sell any cloud services to the government, you have to have FedRamp certification. And FedRamp recently updated, uh, they released Rev five, and it says you have to do monthly web interface scanning for vulnerabilities, parentheses, including APIs. So they have they have specifically said, look, you can't just scan the UI. That's not enough. You've got to test at the API level as well. So that's a little change, but it has a very significant um, meaning. The other one that's really quite good is uh, the new PCI standards for you know credit card transactions and like. So that applies to a really large audience, right? So every retailer out there, anyone that's taking credit card payments is subject to PCI compliance. And they released a new standard called um, DSS 4.0, data security standard. Um, The prior version 3.2.1, which was like six years ago or something when that released, if you were to look through it, not one mention of APIs, right? Zero. And if you look at 4.0, it's kind of all over the place, right? And it's very specific, like looking for manipulation of APIs, abuse of business logic, Right, looking for these kinds of things that are exactly how APIs are getting getting attacked. So um, I'm actually pleased to see that start to get into the regulations because it's just adding more focus and more attention to uh, a pretty important attack vector. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. And it's good that you know these standards are in place. Like you know, it helps to kind of focus, and you know, it do helps professionals. Yeah. With that, I want to kind of jump a little bit further. Um, you know, there is a lot of AI now in the news, right? Everyone's sure. talking about AI. What about the AI and the impact of API security? Is there any any areas or any issues there with regard yeah, so to AI?
1: Yeah, there are two, I think there are two sides to the AI coin, right? So AI being used as a tool for attacking right so you know attackers are using ai themselves right and they're using it to to create scripts and code and look for vulnerabilities and test your your apis to to find any kind of flaws or anything like that so um it's a tool that enables the attacker for sure right um and then there's um there's ai like how we are using ai in our own businesses which is, you know, are we developing code leveraging AI and how can, you know, how is that code logic being exposed? Well, typically that's through APIs, right? APIs are, you know, when we say API security, it's kind of a misnomer because we're not really testing the APIs. APIs are the the conduit. It's the channel to all that, you know, application logic and application functionality and, and backend data. And so... Um, so we need to test our own um, AI, how we're using our AI through the APIs to make sure there aren't any flaws or vulnerabilities that we're exposing unknowingly um, or unwittingly through the APIs. So that's number two. And then number three is how security tools are leveraging AI as well. So for example, one of the things we strongly advocate is very thorough, comprehensive testing of your APIs to make sure there aren't any flaws. Well, that's a pretty big undertaking, right? You have, you have an API, maybe it's a banking API, or it's a e-commerce application, it may have 50 or 100 endpoints. And you think about all those endpoints could be attacked, right? And in dozens of different ways, right? So how are you realistically going to build 1000s of tests in order to um, address every possible scenario on every possible endpoint, and so forth. And so, AI is really important there, right? You can't hire people to build you that kind of test coverage, right? Um, it's not, it's not, it's not feasible, right? So, technologies like our own actually employ AI to build very comprehensive tests that actually speak your APIs language. Right, and use your parameters and your payloads and so forth. So AI is very relevant, but you have to realize like it's it's not a tool just for, for us, like the attackers are using it as well. Yeah, yeah. This
0: attackers are very smart
1: <laughs> yeah. in a way that, you
0: know, they always find new ways. Um, I want to start wrapping. Um, I would like to maybe that, like touch the topic of developers. Yeah. What did, advice do you have for developers regarding writing a secure API code? Uh, mm-hmm. From our perspective, I get the, the sense that the developers are only focused on code and security is not a prime, prime topic of theirs. So it's mm-hmm. like, what could be like good advice for them? Like how we bridge that gap, like... Do what, yeah. what they need to study, like additionally, like security, or, or or is how does it work with development and security? Do you have any tips there or advice?
1: Absolutely, we we talk a lot about the uh, the need to involve development in the security effort, um, and we have to realize, like developers have, a, you know, a lot of pressure, right? They've got to release code, they've got to hit deadlines, you know, fix bugs there's they are the engine that drives the business um, and security isn't always the top of their mind right and so most of the for example like the the testing that happens on on a release before it goes live is focused on functionality and performance and integration testing right does it work as it's meant to work and not that much um, effort uh, is placed on security testing like does it Not work in ways it shouldn't, right? And so, one of the when we look at the breaches that happen on APIs, more often than not, the fix happens in the code, right? So, you know, for example, there was a a big breach at a crypto marketplace where a user was able to modify the asset they were selling to sell a different asset they didn't own, right? And that's an example like, of a negative test, right? Like the positive test is, can Dan trade on what he owns? Yes. The negative test is, can Dan trade on something he doesn't own? And that kind of test rarely gets defined and created and run. And it's not even a complicated test, right? But so the, the, the advice that I have is, number one, developers need to be part of this security, right? And we know they've got so much on their plate already. So how do we do that? Number one, it's really just education right? It's one of the reasons why we see a lot of organizations enroll their developers in our API security fundamentals course. Um, It's a short course, 90 minutes, but it really hammers home like why APIs are under attack and what you can do to uh, prevent them, right? So giving developers that kind of knowledge and awareness is super helpful because now they're thinking about it while they're creating the APIs in the first place, right? And so they'll think about like, oh, well, what if they change their IP address, or what if they try to, you know, alter the the asset name um, in a in a trade, right? And and they'll just add that one line of code that makes that not a vulnerability anymore. So I think that's really important. Just you know cr- providing that awareness uh, of the risks and how APIs are getting attacked is super helpful. And then there are some like you know blocking and tackling things, like like input validation, right? Like whatever is coming into your API, you should not trust it, right You should put everything through some sort of like sanitization process, say like, is this input looking like what I'm expecting to receive? Right? And if it doesn't, we throw it away, right? So just by doing things like that, you can probably eliminate injection attacks and redirects to, to malware sites and things like that, right? And so we covered these and a lot more in the fundamentals course. And um, we actually, one of the things that we offer that's become very popular are API security workshops. So these are basically um, one hour sessions that I come in and do a presentation about API security to the broader organization and very frequently, it's not just security in the room, it's developers, ops teams, compliance and risk. Um, and it's a really great way to raise awareness for API security in general. Um, and the last plug is all free. We don't sell product, we don't push product. Um, these workshops are available for free and uh, and we invite folks to, to take advantage if they're interested and i
0: guess you can do the remote sessions right like for example there's a company in denmark right developers who can do the same introduction via Absolutely. zoom or something like
1: that yeah so that's for, right we actually have a form on our website in the top right request a workshop we we say yes to everyone we can um sometimes you know we're just too busy but um and then we do public <laughs> workshops right so we actually do them on on the live on the internet as well, but yeah, we do them remotely occasionally. If it's if it's possible, we'll do them in person as well, which is always fun. That's that's good to hear. Uh, the more
0: API security, the better. Indeed. <laughs> um, I have a last question. Do you okay. have any recommendations for organizations to stay ahead in securing the APIs? Basically, just to you know, to wrap this conversation. Yeah. What is the any recommendations? What is the most uh, important for them right um,
1: now? So so my sort of like final slide on these workshops is I have a top ten list of best practices, right? And so um I'll try to I'll try to pick a few um, from there, right? So number one yeah. is 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 governance. We really believe like you need to like not just bolt on security and and you know uh, expect to have great outcomes. We think that governance is where you sit down and bring all the teams together and talk about your organization and what you're trying to do with your APIs and set your standards, right? Like documentation standards, style guide standards. How do we host and deploy APIs? Is it in a central gateway? How do we monitor, how do we test our APIs? So we're really big believers in starting with governance. We're also big believers in the collaboration between security and dev. Whenever we hear about security teams saying, we don't even know what APIs we have, what's a swagger file, um, to me, that just means like there needs to be a conversation happening with that because I guarantee you they know what those are, right? And you know you can learn a lot just by having conversations. You don't have to like buy a product to solve every problem. Sometimes just simple things like talking can help. Um, input validation, don't trust the inputs. Um, another big one is not trusting your UI as a security um, component. We we often put like security controls in the UI itself. So, you know, we'll control like what you can see, um, what buttons you have access to, filtering data and and the like. Um, That's not part of your security, right? Because the reality is your attackers are going to go right around your UI and target the API directly. So whatever you're putting in the UI to control and filter and authorize users is, is the wrong place to do it. It needs to happen back at the code level. And then maybe the last thing I'll say is, is, is testing. Um, you know, there's a lot of tendency for security teams to be like, all right, let's put a video camera on it and watch it and block and, you know, do these types of things. Um, but there's a lot of things that you can't really detect and block in runtime. So it just, just goes to show like, you should, you should be hacking your own APIs, automating that process, shifting it left into pre-production. Make sure every release gets tested um, before it goes live. So there you go. Maybe uh, four or five uh, tips um, for for your audience. That's very nice.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for that. Uh, and I really want to thank you for, for t- participating today. It was really nice to talk with you. Uh, as I mentioned before, it, it's been a lot of hours and uh, days in the making, yeah. <laughs> but it finally happened. Is Likewise. there anything else you want to you know to want to plug any like oh, yeah. any other resources
1: or any uh, planning books you're planning to release
0: <laughs> anything like that
1: uh i'm not smart enough to write my <laughs> own book um but no the main thing is Blog, um, maybe. <laughs> yeah indeed well um the main thing is apisecuniversity.com um if your users aren't familiar with it it's really a great site i, I haven't mentioned but Everything is free. All the courses are free. Um, everything has a certificate and badge. So you can you know, show the world all the things that you've learned. Um, by being part of the community, you get invited to all of our webinars. So we have a lot of webinars, about two a month um, with really interesting topics, interesting people. And there's always something interesting to, to learn. We add, we're adding lots of new courses all the time. So... Um the main thing is just invite your your audience to come check out Appysec new and uh hopefully they can sign up and enjoy some of the content as well.
0: And with that I want to thank you once again Dan. Uh, Dan it was a pleasure. So likewise thanks. thank
1: you thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.